Welcome to today's episode of Turn em Loose Podcast. I'm your host, Peyton Tomlin, a.k.a. PT. And if you haven't done yet, please hit that subscribe or follow button so that you never miss another episode again. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, PT, host of Turn em Loose Podcast. And thank y'all for joining, man. Today is going to be a very interesting topic. Uh, I invited my man, Corey, on. Uh, I won't do his background. I'll let him introduce himself. But this is a topic that we've discussed uh, a few weeks ago. And I, and the topic is, what is the uh, American black man's culture or black person's culture here in America? So uh, before we get down this path and before we had this, this, this conversation again, <laughs> uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Court. All right. Well, um... As PT stated, uh, my name is Corey. I'm uh, born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Yes, there are black folks in Minnesota. As y'all can see from all of the, uh, I'll say that delicately, all the uh, uprising that has been going on in my city. Um, Born and raised there. Uh, I've been in Las Vegas for three years now. Uh, Family man, youth, uh, youth mentor, or yeah, mentor youth. in my spare time and they're just all all around good guy all around good guy oh yeah man <laughs> that's about it so man. Corey's definitely a good guy man i've I met him we were doing some uh mentoring some youth mentoring out here within the city and that's how we ran across each other and we just kept you know kicked it off and just kept talking since then uh i think the reason we really kicked it off is because he's a ravens fan and i'm a steelers fan and of course y'all all know how that goes Right. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a that's a deep, <laughs> deep breaded rivalry. It, it don't matter what it is, it's a deep breaded rivalry, man. Oh yeah, deep so breaded rivalry. Hopefully, we get football season back again this year, so that we can uh, continue to uh, have that discussion, <sighs> so that my Steelers can keep no beating up on those Baltimore Ravens and uh, get to the Super Bowl. But before Corey jumps in, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I was about to go ham. You know I was yeah. about to go in. Because their team, their team is way better than ours right now. But we'll we'll, we'll have that conversation a little bit later. In that way for a while, but we're going to let that go. Yeah, we'll, we'll let that one go. So <laughs> so this was the topic, and this is how it started. Uh, and I'll, I'll just give my side of what I, what I brought to you, Corey, first, and then I'll let okay. you rock and roll from there. So – what I asked Corey was what, because uh, Corey, he's very deep into the history of, of Africa, and he, he's very knowledgeable on our history when it comes to things like that. So my question was, hey, since the black American, in my mind, we're like the lost children of Africa, right? We were taken uh, from everything from our religion to our culture, to our speech, to everything that was inherited to us from Africa. We lost it once we came over here. Uh, so now you talk generations and generations and generations of us being gone. And the only uh, thing that we learned was we didn't speak English before we got here. So we learned the white man's English. We Absolutely. learned the white man's behavior. We eat the food that the white man gave us. Uh, there are certain things that, yeah, carried over. We like drums and things to that and some of the you know, paintings or things of that nature. But that didn't come, in my mind, that came from people who came over a little bit later, maybe after the 1865, once we were free. You, you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So 
Uh, so what is our culture? Because it can't be the hip hop. I know we was like hip hop's our culture. <laughs> Wearing our pants off our butts can't be a twerk. It can't be our culture. So right. so so I put that out there to Corey and and let's go, Corey. Here we go. Well, we well when we when we first had the conversation, you was here at the house and we like it was it was a general conversation and it led to like what we what we <laughs> what we called back home. We we had a, a we had a long Minnesota goodbye because you was like standing at the door. Then you came back and sat down. <laughs> we kept talking, but that but that's just how it is when 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 you're when one you you respect another person's opinion and you're having a a, a conversation where you want some understanding for your own self, but you're also yeah. willing to, you're willing to give some, some information also, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because there, 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 there's so much information out there. Um, that's, that's at our fingertips daily. You know what I mean? I mean, these, these phones that we have, you know, those, those are computers that we walk around with every single day. So there should, so there should never be a moment where you are, uh, not informed on what's going on or whatever it is that, that, that you come across. So from my side was, you know, the, the, the biggest part of it was, was that you have to know where you came from to know where you're going. And it, you know, it, it's, a, it's an old saying, you know, that a, a lot of people have, have said that for many different things. Um, however, for me in, in my studies and for as long, like I've been on this, this quote unquote conscious journey. And I say that, that, that word very lightly uh, because that, that, that idea and that, uh, that thought process has been very watered down over the last few years here. Um, but on my journey, it, it took for a very traumatic situation. Um, not directly to me personally, but for the person that it happened to, it made an effect on me. And I started to really have, huge doubts about things. So what happened was, was that a, a childhood friend of mine that I've known since I was like eight or nine years old, we played football together, we went to school together, the whole nine. And long story short, he was, he um, ended up getting murdered. And he got murdered by a uh, self-proclaimed and a, I guess if you want to call it that, a uh, ordained minister. And the, the, the guy that killed Chris, um, his father is a very prominent uh, 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 um, pastor in our community back home. You know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. like, when we found out who it was, it was like, whoa, like that, wait a minute. Because you have that ideology of, you know, the people that are in the church, they're supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, holier than thou. They're supposed to be so, you know, read the Bible and, you know what I'm saying? They're oh, supposed yeah. to be like that. You know what I mean? So when, when it happened, it shook, it shook the entire community because it was like, wait a minute, we knew what, we, we, we knew that it wasn't any gang violence. You know what I'm saying? Because Chris wasn't about that life at all. At the time, yeah. Chris had just, be, had just done, um, just done a stint as a, um, as a um, uh, volunteer firefighter. And he was also in the Academy to become a police officer of Minneapolis. So that's, you know what I'm saying? So with all of this going on, it was crazy. So when, when Chris got killed, I had already had questions about, you know, religion and, and all that other stuff. I was already one foot over the fence anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then when it happened, it was like, you know what? I can't. I can't do it anymore. So that's where my, my journey started. And this is like 2000, 
2009, 2010. You know what I mean? So, and that's when I started to really dig deep into where, where, where did things change for us as black folks? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Overall, you know what I'm saying? Whether you want to start, you know, where, where they start teaching us in, in school from slavery, or if you want to go further and beyond that. And since being out here in Las Vegas, I've, I've connected with some brothers out here that have pushed me to crack open more books than I normally do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to actually push me further than, than what, what my comfort level is. You know what I'm saying? And so I was able to, even in the last three years, even go deeper into the, to the knowledge and, and understanding of what we were beforehand. Before, before the, the Atlantic slave trade, before the Middle Passage, before all of that. Now, I'm not going to sit here and try to say that I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm no scholar, you know what I'm saying? Big up to, 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 to my elders, you know, Baba yeah. Jane Small, Jabari Osaze, those brothers, those are, the, those are the, the ones that are the scholars. Those are the ones I'm trying to get to that level. That's where I'm trying to get to. So well, You're definitely further along than I would say than I am, right? Because... <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, that that was just never my studies, right? We don't right. learn it in school. It's not part of the curriculum. It's like, hey, y'all were brought over here. Then the civil rights movement, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Like four hundred years of everything else that took place. But now that my eyes, you know, after meeting you uh, and, and having these conversations, you know, my eyes are definitely open, and I'm doing more research. And you, and now as this movement of Black Lives Matter is taking on. You know, more things are starting to come out. You're starting to hear about Black Wall Street and and how how successful we were during that time frame. Until now, we're here, and it's one thing to say, okay, well, once they you know brought us all together, things kind of went bad and we watered ourselves down. But I also look at us as if to say, if we are from Africa, and you know. Ghana was Ghana just said, "Hey, come on back, right?" The Ghana minister or whoever was like, "Absolutely, they don't want y'all there. Come on back home. We'll take." Absolutely. But how do we fit in back there? Because we're not, unfortunately, and I hate to say it, we are so like the white Europeans that we've been raised under that I think that's a lot of our issues and problems. No matter how much we we want the unity. The way that we were brought mm-hmm. up, we're very similar to to the white Caucasian here in America as well. Well, here's the thing, though, is that even even with that, and and I and I do agree with you to to a to a point that that we are a lot more like them as far as the the European American white folks, whatever word you want to put yeah. there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We, we we are more like them. One is is the most obvious is the is our dialect and what we're what we're speaking right now. Yeah. This English language. You know what I mean? And even being even though we're speaking English, we don't we're not even speaking English right in the first place. Yeah. English came from England. <laughs> but that's besides the point. <laughs> so but, because you, I mean you you can like even if you even if you if you you sit us next to someone next like uh, like Idris Elba, you know what I'm saying? He he's yeah. an Englishman, you know what I'm saying? But he doesn't sound like us though. He can, he can change his he can change his accent to sound like us because it's easy to do it that way. Yeah, we have to try really hard to have an English accent. I mean, yeah, my daughter watches 
look, look, my daughter watches Peppa Pig and her and her English <laughs> accent is better than mine. So it is what it is. But but here's the thing though. So so like like you said, you know, like we're we're you know, you have you have uh uh the 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 folks in Ghana saying, you know, if they if they don't want you, you know, y'all can come back home or whatever. You know what I mean? So so it, this is kind of a two-part situation. So you have a situation where where you say, okay, bet, bam, I'm going back to Africa, right? Which, yeah. which is, which as for, for a, for a generation, for multiple generations of, of people that are so disconnected from the continent, that that would be one of the, one of those jumpstart moments where we can go back and work our way around. Because the same thing that you said, how do we, how do we go over there and fit in, if you will? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That same question could be said from the 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 the, Af the Africans that come from the continent to come over here. How do we fit in with them? Meaning us as Black Americans. That same conversation can go both ways. Yeah, but they're you not looking to. But they're when they come over here, they're not looking to assimilate here, right? They still bring their culture with them. They find other people from the continent. And, and why can't you do that to, to bring that to Africa though? Because, because if, not, you're, if you're, uh -uh. but if you, if your culture is is American, if, if your culture is Black American, this is still your culture. Why can't you bring that over there? Well, I will have to find. So, as a, I would say this as a military guy, right? When I travel to different countries, they look at the Black American different than they look Absolutely. at the African American. Right? Absolutely. So when they meet you and I and I speak, they're like, "Oh, you're you're an American." Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Treat you different. So for me to get over there, uh, hopefully they will accept me first of all, right? Because there's always that the rumor, and I don't know how true it is, uh, that Africans don't like us either, right? I can tell you but what I, that is. I can tell you. What, we we, we kind of talked about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So you know, there's that rumor. But if I was to get over there, I, in order to, uh, let's say, to move around, I would either find something that's similar so i would be looking for another black american over there in order to start commute uh, what's the word i'm looking for like building a community mm -hmm. of comfort mm -hmm. and then and then slowly we will probably start introducing or being introduced to the to the african people there and then it would take time but initially going Absolutely. over there be looking for the the similar Familiar. Absolutely, and, and and that's the exact and that's the exact same thing that they do when they when they come here. The exact same thing. Now, being for, being from Minneapolis, we have a huge population of Somalis in in Minneapolis. Like one of the one, probably if not the one of the highest highest um, population of Somalis that are directly from Africa. Yeah. In Minneapolis, part of that comes from when. When when most um, not not all but when most continent-born Africans come to the country come to the states, they go to the Mayo Clinic. Now, the Rochester Mayo Clinic in Minnesota is one of the largest and most profound clinics in the country. So a lot of people come when they come to the states, they go direct. They they get off at JFK or they get off at LAX. They take a flight to Minnesota. Okay. And they go, they go there, get, do whatever it is that they need to do. I don't know the whole process, but then from there they disperse elsewhere. But most of them stay in Minneapolis. Why? Because most of their folks is there. 
So just like you said, you know, you, you know, you, you get to Ghana or, or, or wherever else and <clears throat> you say, okay, well, dang, well, I don't, I don't see, you know, anybody that's like me. Well, let me just back off for a minute. Let me see what's going on and then try to link in with my people and then we'll branch out because that's exactly what, that's what, that's exactly what they do all the time because back home there, we, what we call the Somali projects. Nobody outside that's not Somalian lives in these projects back wow. home. There's, there's, there's like four or five high rises in, in, um, in, uh, um, uh, dinky town. And it's, it's one little small spot back home where it's nothing but nothing but Somalians. That's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get the folks that come through, you know what I'm saying? Pass through whatever there's bars there or whatever. But most of the bars that are there, they're owned by Somalians. There's one place called the Red Sea that um, most most people that are in in the uh, the uh, hip hop world back home that are trying to become rappers and singers and whatever else. Yeah. If you haven't done a show at the Red Sea, if you haven't done a so- show at the Red Sea, you haven't performed anywhere because everybody does a show at the Red Sea. But the Red Sea is right in the middle of the Somali projects. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the times, what happens is, is that when you when you go to when it doesn't you don't even have to go to you don't even have to go to Africa. Me coming to Vegas, I didn't know nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My family, we didn't know we didn't know anybody, but we had connections to folks that were here. So it's like, all right, well, I'm going to go and be around them because they I kind of know them. You know what I'm saying? So they're kind of in the same realm. All right, cool. I'll go over there with them. And they got the youth program going and so on and so forth. Cool. I'll go over there with them. And then what what happened is is that by being around them, I started meeting everybody else. That's how I met you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so it happens that way all the time. So so it's it's not out of the out of the idea of of you know you going you know you going back to Africa and you saying okay well well how am I going to fit in? You fit in. How you're going to fit in? You know what I'm saying? Like like you're not going to change yourself just to fit in and be around some folks. Yeah. You know what I'm what saying? It's crazy. Oh my bad. I'm saying, what no, do you ahead. think? Do you think we? Do you think the American blacks should go back to Africa? Do I think they should? Do I think we yeah. should? Or at least, okay, maybe that's a that's a weird question. So maybe not should, but should we at least have the dual citizenship? The, Absolutely. You know, maybe dual citizenship or just the connection with Africa that we don't have now, right? Absolutely. Um, one of our, you know, a lot of people want to go to Mexico and a lot of people want to go to <clears throat> Punta Cana or a lot of people want to go to Europe and see the castles and all that. It's very rare that I hear people say, man, I want to go to Africa. Right? Mm-hmm. People say it, but it's very rare that you hear it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's rare because it because uh, from on, being on this side, being on the Black American side, African American, which, whichever way, you, we got so many names. We've had so many names yeah, over time that you can't. I don't know who changes the names, but yeah, we got new names. We we all do. I mean, <laughs> hey, just what I think it was. Uh, what was it? Uh, Nineteen. And I might I might be wrong by by a couple of years. I want to say maybe like 1986, 87, when when Jesse Jackson was was running for uh was running for president. Yeah. It was the whole um Afro American. <laughs> we're not black anymore. We're we're Afro American. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that, I mean, that's that. I mean, we, we we can touch on that too. But but excuse me. But in 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 the same idea of it is going to having having someone say, and you can hear it naturally say, "Oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm about to go back to Africa. I'm about to go visit Africa or whatever." It's one of those things where Africa has never been a topic of conversation within all of our households coming yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? It really hasn't. You know, un unless you are one of the few that that truly have had those types of parents that that push that idea in your head from a young age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody else, just like you said, that we're we're so we're so European that the idea and the ideology of going back to Africa or visiting or whatever has been washed away. And it's been washed away a long time ago. Yeah. It, was washed, it was washed away before you, I, and anybody else watching this or listening to this were even thought of. That ideology has, was gone. You know what I'm saying? So, but the going and saying like, you know what, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Africa, that's where I'm gonna go on vacation and so on and so forth. That needs to be a, be a common, a common conversation going forward, especially in these times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. To have that connection back to Africa, whether whether or not you know for sure if you are from that part of Africa, most of the most of the black folks that 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 were born in a, that that were born in America, most of their ancestors that were brought here during the Middle Passage and slavery and everything, most of them came from. Sub-Sahara, West West Africa. You know what I mean, okay. and, and you know what I'm saying. So so let let's so let's start there. You know what I'm saying. You have 12 and a half million Africans that that were kidnapped from Africa that were that were directly from the western part of Africa. Yeah. That were brought that were that were kidnapped, packed on these ships and sailed out. You know what I'm saying. So just 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 get an idea of that, and then you have you have 2,000, or two, uh, excuse me, 2 million that died en route to the Western Hemisphere, whether it, whether it was America or, or the Caribbean or, or South, uh, South America. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why that the, the, line in, um, the line in Black Panther from uh, Killmonger was so huge when he said it. And I'm going to paraphrase, like he basically said that I would, I would rather die in the sea with, with the ancestors than come over here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I can't, I can't remember exactly verbatim what he, what he said, but it, it's, in the, it's in the same realm. Yeah, you're you close. You yeah, so, close. So, you had yeah. Two million, so you had two million that died in, in the Atlantic Ocean. Then you had another 10 million that went to went between the Caribbean and, and South America. That's where most of our folks are when, when, they, when they came from Western Africa. That's where, they, that's where they all got dropped off at. There was only about four hundred thousand that actually made it to the to what's con, what's considered the uh, the New World or the United States. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Huh. So having so so most of those that that did leave or that did make it to the 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 the, the U.S. <laughs> most of them they were they were they were either uh, physically divorced or separated from their families. Because not all the time that there was, there was, if you got a family of four, not all four people are going into the same spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that by itself, you, you lose that disconnect to, to your own folks that you, that you came over here with. You know what I'm saying? That's like you leaving, leaving from here and saying, yeah, well, we about to go to, to, to California and your wife go here, your kids go over there and you just by yourself 
like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know where nobody is. Ain't nobody got no phone. I can't call nobody. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know no, fa- no Facebook or no nothing, Facebook, man. no no YouTube, <laughs> like, no satellites, nothing. You know what I'm saying? So so you had so you sit in those in, you sit in those types of situations and you're 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 lost. You know what I'm saying? And in that time that you're on these boats and you're cramped in, you're cramped up, and then once you make it here, you're kind of at you're kind of at a loss where you're just like, look, whatever, whatever you need, come on. Let's let's just do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you 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 it, it's been beaten out of you and, and you've gone through so much. You've seen friends die, you've seen folks jump over the jump over the uh the side of the boats, you didn't see folks get dropped off, you hoping that you're about to get off with everybody else, but no, you stuck on there for another few thousand miles, and then you end up over here where you don't know anybody. Because you got all these, you got all these different folks from different tribes. Everybody speaks different languages. The the ideology and the idea is different. That's like bringing someone from from California and and Baltimore, and everybody moving to Texas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what you do in California, what you do in Baltimore, <laughs> is different from what they do in Texas. But you're trying to figure it out so everybody can get along. Yeah, I gotta get like a grill in my mouth. And like, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Just, just to fit in. You know what I'm saying? So you, you have to, just to fit in. You know what I'm saying? So, so that you don't look different than everybody else that's around that looks like you. You know what I'm saying? So that, so having that, having, having some sort of, of connection directly would be awesome. That would be great. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether it be, whether it be you meet, you meet a guy that's, that's from Kenya, that's here and you talk to him and da, 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 da. And he goes back to Africa all the time. Go with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because then that's that's your connection over there. Yeah, and I think that's huge, man. I think that's something that we don't push enough. Like we 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 fight for Black Lives Matter, we fight for unity, we fight for equality. Uh, but that's usually under the umbrella of the American black who we feel, you know, who suffered from slavery and Jim Crow and systematic racism, right? But I don't think we partner enough with our African brothers and sisters here because there's a, a large community Absolutely. in the United States Absolutely. that we don't generally connect with, right? Absolutely. We used to make fun of them growing up. And you've seen it in uh, Boys in the Hood when he was like, I heard your daddy's a, a African booty scratcher and they yeah. fought, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and absolutely. We, we, we separated ourselves from the people we should have probably connected with the most absolutely but the thing is though is that is that that what we got what we got as as americans what we got the what the ideology and what what we saw on tv for africans we saw little babies super skinny with flies being wiped off their face you know what i'm saying they ain't got no what's the what's the white lady name uh um I don't know. It's not no, what, was her name? what was her name? Uh, uh, anyhow, I can't think of what her name is, but but you had her having this big, this huge feed feed the hungry in Africa campaign all through the the, the mid to late '80s, all the way through the '90s. You getting ten cents a day to feed to feed these kids, but yeah. you see them same kids not too long later, and they still in the same situation they yeah. were in. <laughs> yeah, where's the money yeah. going? You know what I'm saying? So for us, it's like, whoa, why would I want to go back to Africa? Y'all leaving like that? Oh, I'm cool. No, yeah. I'm, no, I'm not on that. I'm not on that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the reverse part of it, and that's and that, and that's where to go back to your point earlier, where you said 
the 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 basically the talk is that they don't like us. Yeah. But what it is 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 that what we saw of them, they saw something about us too. You know what I'm saying? They saw something about us too. All they seen was was gang banging and they 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 seen the the murder rate and they seen that we were fighting each other and and that we were, you know, that we were lazy and that we were, you know, uh uh on welfare and we were doing this and we were doing that, you know, all all of these things. You know what I'm saying? And and that and that is the biggest that is the biggest misconception and, and the biggest issue between both sides. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there's a um there's a book. Um there's a book called uh Hip Hop Decoded by um uh what's his name? Uh Black Dot. Hip Hop Decoded by Black Black Dot. And in the book he said they take the lowest essence of our culture and give it maximum exposure. Fact. So if you take Man. so if you look so so if you look at so if you look at um you know whether it's 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 uh gang violence or you look at it as you know teenage pregnancy or you look at it as you know uh, a single parent household whether it's the, in more in most cases it's it's the single woman single black woman household they take those they take those those, those low situations and they make them massive yeah. they make them massive you know what i'm saying even even with the so-called quote-unquote black on black crime there's no such thing you kill who you close to yeah that's what it is you know what i'm saying because i being again going back me living me being born and raised in, in minnesota I, there's nothing but white folks back home that's why when, at the beginning when I say, yes, there are black folks that live there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Because most only people think only the only black folks that people think of when it comes to Minnesota is Prince, Kirby Puckett. That's about it. And that's what I mean, it had been for the longest time. And Kevin yeah, Garnett. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, True. you see what I'm saying? So <laughs> so, <laughs> so 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 that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? So being out there. You know what I'm saying, and 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 working in in it, both in the city and in the suburbs and stuff like that. You know, you you be around when you when you're around white folks, you start really paying attention to white folks and the things that they do because they will tell you some stuff that you shouldn't know, but you know it anyway. Yeah. Like for instance, I was working at a I was working at a gas station. Um, this was probably like maybe maybe like twenty, I don't know, ugh, 20s, What was it? 2007 maybe something like that anyhow but it was in a predominantly white white neighborhood i was the only black dude that worked in the store only only one and everybody knew me because i was the only black dude so you yeah. know I'm, i was that token dude at that time you know what i'm saying because everybody knew who i was but one night there was a guy that came in and you know he was sloppy drunk just just off his rocker you know what i'm saying and he's like oh yeah well well yeah Corey, i'm a i'm a I'm going to go home and I'm probably going to get into it with my wife and who knows what's going to happen after that. I'm like, all right, well, you know, take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you get to the house, you know, on time, you know, cause white folks, they don't call, they don't call the police on each other when they see each other like that. They, yeah. you know, they either take them home or they let them drive on their own and let them figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, to, how the hell that works, but whatever. But anyhow, <laughs> so it was probably like maybe like two or three days later, there was a lot, there was all this police activity that was, that was flying by the store that I was working at. I'm like, well, what's going on? 
And again, you know, white folks, they, they tell everything. And one of the, uh, one of the, the regulars that came in, like, oh yeah, well, you know, I can't even think, I think his name was Brian or something. It's like, yeah, you know, Brian killed his wife. I'm like, wow. what? He's like, yeah, Brian killed his wife. Brian and his wife live right behind the store. Like yeah. I can walk out the back door of the store and look at the house. Dude killed his wife. So I say all of that to say that, like I said, there's no such thing as black on black crime. There, you kill who you are around. If all you see is yourself, that's who you're going to kill. You know what I'm saying? I was just watching yeah. something. I was just watching. Uh, I was just watching a. Uh, before we got on, I was watching a a a, a, a DJ Vlad interview with uh with um uh Trey D from uh from the East Siders with uh Snoop Dogg in them. Yeah. And they, yeah. they were talking, and he was saying that uh. He was saying like because it was all of the um, all the things about with the with the uprising riots and the the protests and everything and about how all of these uh, white militia groups were starting to uh, ramp back up supposedly or whatever, and um, he was the the question was posed to him like you know well well when you were coming up and you were uh, basically gangbanging or whatever whatever did you were you guys ever in a, in a motion where you would go out and you know look at, you know, look towards white folks and want to go kill them or whatever. He was like, no, that wasn't our structure. That's not what we did. Yep. So being in this situation, like we, we've never been in a place for black folks in general. And which is why, and it goes back to, to a post that, that was on, on the turn them loose uh, Facebook page of can, can black folks be racist? No, yeah. we can't. There's the, like, there's, there's no <laughs> way that we can. Like, I, I, look, Hey, PT, I, I wanted to comment so bad, but I knew my answer was going to be super long, so I let it go. But, but there, but there's no way, there's no way that we can be racist. Prejudice, like look, I, uh, one of the ladies in the group said, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, we can be prejudiced. But racist, nah, we're not, we're not in control of of a big enough system to do something like that. You know what I'm saying? We're we're not we're not in a place where we are, we where we are immediately envious of somebody else to 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 have that type of hate in within us you know what i'm saying yeah, like, that, that, yeah, like that's absolutely. not possible that's not possible you know what i mean so going going into a situation where it's like oh yeah well we're gonna go and we're gonna go and kill a bunch of white folks because they're protesting about the bars being closed or they can't get no haircuts so we're gonna go down there and we're gonna shoot up everybody nah yeah. nah that's not gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, and no, that's why that's if you saw happen. that if you saw the post in the group, man, that's why you would see. I I said yes, right? Uh, someone said, "Can right. we be racist?" And I wrote yes, and I took it straight from the definition of the word racist, and I said only mm. if we believe that we're the dominant race, right? Right, and right. and so you know that so from the definition, that's where I took it. I understand the power right. structure, and we don't have the power to. Definitely be an insta uh, institutional. We can't have an institutional system of racism in this country. That's not us. Absolutely not. We have no absolutely power not. for that. Uh, no, absolutely. Not. And it, and the thing is though is too is that 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 just that point by itself. That point by itself of us being the ones that that are that that can control an entire institution and an entire system. Yep. That by itself that goes deeper. That goes back to that goes into the African history. More so the, the the comedic history or, or or the Egyptian history, you know what I'm saying? There's a reason why all of the Sphinx and 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 a lot of the other uh, um, statues or 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 
you know, the, the pyramids and, and different things in that are that are written on the walls of the tomb. That's why they, they were they were destroyed. That's why the Sphinx, the, uh, the Sphinx nose got shot off. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. w- when you look at it, when you look at it, if we ourselves as black folks, Africans, whatever, if we were in a position to be the dominant race, if we were in the position to be exactly what the what our oppressors are doing to us, then absolutely we could be that way. Yeah. Absolutely we could be that way. However, when you when you when you have when you have a race of people, Europeans, whichever word you want to put there, that one came out came out of cave dwellings that didn't they knew nothing about hygiene. They knew nothing about washing themselves. They knew nothing. That's why. That's why. We, that's why. And 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 with some of our some of our elders, they call them cavemen and women, cave beasts or whatever, because that's where they came from. They weren't just saying that just to be cool, but that's where they came from. You know what I'm saying? So when 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 they came out of Europe and they came out of the caves and they came into into uh, into Kemet, which is also known as, as, as Egypt, they were looking at what was going on. They were looking that we had these pyramids. We, they were looking at we had all of these, all of these artifacts that looked like us. Yeah. They weren't, you know what I'm saying? Egyptians wasn't white. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care how many God Awards and, and video games and movies that, y'all, that, that Hollywood wants to put out, Egyptians weren't white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the fact of the matter that, <laughs> and the fact of the matter that with 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 the Europeans that came into Africa, their skin don't look like ours. Nah. We are we are we are sun children. We absorb the sun. Why do you think white folks they why why you think they need vitamin D and they need all that suntan lotion when they when they out in the sun? They turn all red. Yeah, they burn. Skin be peeling and all that other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think you know what I'm saying? So so that so that's the so that's the the thing that they had was that they were so behind us when it came to civilization and what we were doing in Kemet, and this is Eastern, this is East, this Northeast Africa. This ain't, this ain't from the, from, from the, uh, the, the Africans that came to America. And this is long before the middle passage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, and so when you, when you look at, when you look at that, like I said, you know, they, they shot the noses off, you know, they, they, they go into the, into the tombs, they go into, all these places where where we've had the, the full story and the ideology of how we're supposed to carry ourselves, what we're supposed to do, you know, the the the. I mean, heck, you even go back to the to the idea of writing, just writing and just reading all this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everything that that we do on a daily basis, all of that was created in Africa. That goes back to the understanding of where we why we need to understand our African history. Because mm. folks just didn't start writing just out of the, just out the blue. Yeah. Nah. Nah, that didn't that didn't happen. That was created. You got things like you got things like lipstick and makeup. All that was done over there. The the color the color wheel. All that stuff was done in Kemet. You know what I mean? All the different shades and all that other stuff. Why do you think if you go if you look at any you can look at any image and I can show you right now. I can show you right here, and I got this is the uh, all color book of uh, Egyptian mythology book, 
And if you look at any of these images that are in this book here, I'll show you on the camera here, yeah. that all of these images are in color. I mean, it's a little, little hazy in my, with my camera, but, <laughs> but all of these, all these images in, in this book, they're all in color. This isn't, this isn't computer done. These are actual pictures. Yeah. Even like this image here, that's all color. So, so you mean, to, so you mean to tell me that, that, that the Europeans created that, although Egypt and, 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 and all of the tombs have been there for since what, 50, 60, 70,000 years or more. Yeah. Nah. And that's, and that's the thing, man, we're just not, and, and living in this country, which is, uh, what it is, but we're not taught the things we need to learn. Absolutely and, not. And not only are we not taught, but we don't have, because we don't have the connection back to Africa, we don't even know where to start looking. Well, see, here's, well, here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. That part, that part I would disagree with you on. That part I would disagree with you on. Because of the fact that just because you don't know where to start looking don't mean that you can't look. Yeah, just well, like, can, just, just like how, just like how you started your podcast at the time, and this again, this is outside looking in. You may or may not have known anybody that that was doing a podcast at the time. Yeah. You were probably listening to them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But you were like, well, hey, well, I don't even know where to start. Well, let me just look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? So there, there's opportunity again. Like I said before, there's information always around you, always around you where you can find out how to start a podcast or whatever it is that you're doing. You know what but I'm you saying? Need someone, but someone or something has to spark that mindset. So, Absolutely. So and that's now, yourself. So now, right, uh, mm -hmm. me at my age, yeah, definitely, right? But when we, we know in order to keep the movement going where it needs to go and to progress forward, then we need to give the kids five, four, three, Right, this has to be common in their lifestyle uh, of growing up to to start reading this and start understanding it, and for parents to start educating their kids on this type of stuff. Do Absolutely. you think that that will happen? Absolutely. We, it's, it's what it what it takes is what it takes is for someone to be willing to do the work, yeah. whether it whether it be a a, a a youth organization, whether it be just the parents themselves. It like. We talked about it before. In school, they start they start Black history at excuse me when when slavery started. Yeah, they start that sixteen nineteen. That's where it starts at. That's where Black history starts at in the textbooks at school. Yeah, then it jumps to uh, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> right, right. No, for real, for real. Yeah. Because because the thing is, like when it when it comes when it comes to the to the history text textbooks. In school, you've got Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, Jackie Robinson, Rosa Parks, Muhammad Ali, uh, 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 Maya Angelou, maybe. Nah, now you got, not, now you got, now you, now you got, now you got uh, 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 Barack Obama. Yeah. So those are about the only six, seven, eight people that, that, that are talked about on a regular basis. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Even, even, in the, even in the sense of a Nat Turner to a Harriet Tubman, they pretty much did the exact same thing, but because he would, be, but because Nat Turner was an abolitionist, that gets put to the side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 
and which is also goes back to the fact that 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 even with Juneteenth that just passed. You know what I'm saying? For the longest time, and I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna hold you. For the longest time, I didn't understand what Juneteenth was when I was a kid. Because yeah, it wasn't, no, no. It wasn't, as a kid, it wasn't no, some, absolutely. No, that's not. what I'm saying. As a kid, yeah. I didn't know what it was. But I knew that every year back home that we had a Juneteenth celebration, and that's where everybody was gonna be at. Bro, you know what I'm saying? So I'm from and you know where I'm from. I'm from Prince George's County, Maryland, bro. Right. Right. So DC Chocolate City, right? And and maybe it was just me not paying attention. Uh, but I don't believe I've ever seen a Juneteenth celebration in that city. I I could really? hear, I would tell you right now, I never went to one as a kid. I feel it. Right. So I didn't learn to be honest, I didn't learn about the Juneteenth thing until I was in the military. I feel and, it. And uh I became part of the African American uh committee that we had on the base. Mm-hmm. And they were like Juneteenth, and I was like, What is that? And yeah. I learned, and that was 15 years ago. So then, you know, as I say, connected to those uh uh whatever they call right programs then i kept doing it every year yeah Yeah, we don't teach it and even now it's like even though we had this big one where it's like because the movement is gone and we're like juneteenth right yay right right right. still waiting for four for gelato (laughs) absolutely and see and and, and that's another thing that's another thing like i like i was watching um i was watching something and i think it might have been one of the uh one of the brothers that's, that's that's out here in vegas um, but he was, he was, he was, um, talking, you know, he was doing his, 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 uh, he was doing a live and he was, you know, he, he, he's in the community and, you know, he, he's a revolutionary too. And he was, he was talking about, you know, the stuff that was going on or whatever. And I just dropped, I just dropped one little thing in there. I said, we'll see how pro black folks are come <laughs> July 4th. Let me know what happens then. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's yeah. the biggest thing is that, and we're, we, the, the 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 problem that we have one of the one of the major problems and this is just my personal opinion one of the major problems that we have as a people is that we're very reactionary people yeah you know what I'm saying something has to happen for us to get the ball rolling it can't be it can't be an organic situation not all the time I mean there, there's there's some entities that are around that that do stuff just because and this is just what we do but a lot of the other folks that, that are that are quote unquote pro black now, or whatever, yeah, it's a reaction. It's a knee jerk reaction, as they as they like to say. It's a knee jerk reaction. It's not. It's not. It's to me. It's it's not very organic. And I and I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to 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 drown their 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 progress. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I had my own quote unquote knee jerk reaction when Chris got killed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was it was something else that happened. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, but we're we're a very reactionary set of folks, you know what I'm saying? You have you got the George Floyd situation, you know that that happened that happened back home in Minneapolis, and that goes all the way back to, you know, the Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor. I mean, the uh, uh, Breonna Taylor is that her last yeah. name? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I know I know her first name. I couldn't remember what her last name was, but you got Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery. You got um, you know, it goes back to 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 Trayvon Martin, you know your your yeah. your 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 um, Eric Garner's, even back to Oscar Grant, 
you Man, got Rodney um, King, bro. All the way back to Rodney yeah, King. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the thing is that is that a lot of the times that that you have these grassroots organizations that are really doing the work, you know what I'm saying, that are that are pushing the 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 self-knowledge part of 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 everything, whether it's knowing your African history or just knowing your black American history yeah. for that matter. You know what I'm saying? Even if, even just in that, you know what I'm saying? When you have just seven folks that are, that are the, the, the quote unquote stereotypical uh, um, historic black historical figures that they talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like we, uh, in one, in one of our, um, one of our, uh, uh, um, with the, the youth program that I'm with, uh, every year we, we, the, uh, the youth program, they connect with another organization out here and they have a, they have a um, a water fight every year. So um, one year, I think it was my first year here. Was it my first year? No, second year. Second year in Vegas, but first year with the program. But they were they were gearing up to get ready to go do the water fight. And the president of the program, he went ahead and had a full lecture on the super soaker. Yeah. Not many people know that Lonnie Johnson, a black man, created the super soaker. Yep. Not many people know that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had so many different prototypes and so on and so forth to get it to where the super soaker is now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I was going to say, I, I think that we definitely don't highlight our accomplishments enough. Uh, Absolutely not. And we, we always focus on, and it's so funny because now as, as I go through my Facebook stuff, right? You're reading all the walls. Everyone focuses so much on slavery and, and the Malcolm X's or the Martin Luther King's of the world, right? But there's so many other heroes that we have that have created things like the Super Soaker. Absolutely. That That is more obtainable for most of our youth to reach Absolutely. than becoming this iconic person who led a march all the way down to D.C., you know what I mean? Or who ran a Muslim collaborating mm -hmm. collaborating mm -hmm. mosque that was one that got it up to however many thousands of people, right? right? You could create a super soaker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we there's so many other people out there that I think we need to definitely educate our, our kids more. Oh, absolutely. Even like, like, my, like, my, like my kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I've told them where like people think that people, people think that, that I, um, I had to catch myself, PT. I, 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 I had to catch myself. Give me a second. <laughs> I had to catch myself. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to honor you. People think <laughs> stuff, people think stuff, stuff just okay. falls out stuff just falls out of the air and it's just created. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. people think. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if it, if it's, if it's here and it's tangible in 2020, it's been here and somebody just found it under a rock and this is just what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell my kids, like we're, we're driving and my son will go, you know, well, daddy there, you know, I see the stoplight and it's green and it's red and da da da. I'm like, yeah. And then, Although he's four, he's not really going to completely understand the situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I try to, I try to tell him who created it. He's not going to remember. He's only four. 
but to even plant the seed in his head to say, hey, well, I know a black dude, he made that. I don't know his name, but yeah. I know a black dude made that. You know what I'm saying? And he's four. Well, you know, they say we, we learn the most between the ages of being born to five. Absolutely. Right. So Absolutely. if we're not taking advantage of those early years of educating our kids or, or showing them, right, because we learn more through visual than we do from audio. Absolutely. But showing them how it should be and showing them these things, then, yeah, they will naturally assume because of the systematic racism that is in this country that a white person created mm -hmm. these things without even giving it true thought. They would just literally be like, oh, yeah, they just a white person had to have done that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, and that, but that, but that also, that, that's also on a, a, a two, a two first situation too, because it's like you said, the, the, the mo a child is most, they're most impressionable from zero to five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you look at it like, okay, well, how in the world, how in the world is it 2020 and we still have to deal with, with white folks that are extremely racist? Yeah. How is it? Why? It's that zero to five range when their parents, their uncles, yeah. their elders are teaching them, well, black folks are this, black folks are that, da 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 da, da. this is what I'm going to show you. And that same ideology is, is, is brought on all the way through their adult years. Like I always like to say, yeah. we are the adult version of the children that we once were. Yeah, absolutely. We are the adult versions of the children that we once were. Now, whether that's a good thing, bad thing, or indifferent, we are those people. However, if it's if it's on a if it's on a bad, a quote unquote bad or negative situation, we as the adult versions of the child that we were or children that we were, we have to do something within ourselves to change that. Whatever types of situation that you and, and it goes that goes deeper into the mental health situations. You know what I'm saying? I, like I seen you you had posted something on the on the page uh, before about having a life coach or something. Yeah, that's an adult. Yeah. That's an adult decision. Yeah. That's an adult decision. No child is gonna is gonna have that 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 thought process. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. gonna take the adult in you to make the decision. Okay, well maybe I need a life coach. Maybe I need to talk to somebody about the things that I'm going through. Yeah. Whether it be a whether it be a a, a a psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? And and that goes that goes to another thing too that I had posted. I think you had seen it, but I made a post about it was one that I shared, but it was a post that said, "Black men, who do you vent to?" Yeah, yep, I seen that. Yep, you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. and and that and that was a, to me that was a very powerful question because of the fact that. Like I said, like I said in, 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 in my post about it was that as, as men in general, doesn't matter what race, nationality you are, as men in general, we are taught to be stand up, don't cry, be tough as nails. That's what we're supposed to be. Well, you know we, what were, I'm we were taught that. Right. And it's changed. Over right. <laughs> right. Over the years, that's changed. That's yeah, changed. it's definitely has changed. Yeah. Absolutely. But then as black men, we have to take that on, but then we also have to be the the strength, the backbone, the provider, the this, the that, and the next thing, and also have to deflect this rage that we're that we're dealing with by being black men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anytime that we're going through some sort of difficult point in our lives, when we try to when we try to have those those emotional breaks with with our, our spouses, 
you know what I'm saying, with, with, with our wives, girlfriends, whatever the case may be, when we try to have those, those conversations with them, we as men, and I know I've done it plenty of times, mm-hmm. where I've tried to, tried to put it out there as best as I could without making myself too vulnerable. Too vulnerable, yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I, because I know that I have to keep some sort of quote-unquote manliness about myself and not be too emotional and too vulnerable to the woman that I'm with. Now, some may, yep. some may say, well, well why, can't you, why can't you be vulnerable with us? We, we're your woman, da 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 Nah, you wouldn't understand it. And, you know, that's a conversation it's, that, you know what, I'm glad you, I'm going to write that down because this is going <laughs> to be another podcast and we're going to get some, some women on here to, Absolutely. to, to help I us I would love to be a part about that. I'd love to be a part of that. Conversation, right? Because, um, because that's, a true, that's a true statement, man. It's like, uh, I, because I have to be strong and I can't be weak, right? Absolutely. So if, I, so if I sit here and I cry over everything, right, or I get emotional where I, I, I'm like, I don't know what to do with I and I bring that to you. How does that shape your vision of me later? Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Because if it, if it's something, if it's it doesn't matter what it is, it could be something. It could be something minute to yeah. her or or to the situation. Or and I'm and I'm not poking poking at, at at the women on this one. It could be minute to anybody, but it could be major to you in your own personal life because of your own past, because of your own indiscretions or whatever it is. Yep. It could be this. It could be gigantic to you but it could be my it could be minute and minuscule to somebody else like oh well he's just all emotional getting all da, 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 da. Yeah. like wait a minute like bro, like this that hurt me yeah and that's the thing that we <laughs> for real like that's, yeah. that's that's the thing that we that's the thing that we have to be able to as black men is that we have to understand that it's okay to be hurt bro it's okay there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. And if you and if you really go through, if you really go through and look at everything that we've gone through from 2020 on back, there's no way, there's no way in the world you can sit there and look at that like, yeah, they was tough as nails. They didn't cry, they didn't get hurt. No, man, you can't. Yeah. You can't. You I mean, and, and even though it was, even though it was, it was, it was played up a bit or whatever, but when Bobby Hutton got killed in Oakland, yeah. That was that broke that broke the back yeah. of the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, ain't no way in the world you can say yeah. Well, they was yeah they yeah they took that like men. Yeah, they were there. No, you can't you can't tell me that. You can't tell me that when MLK got killed, when Malcolm got killed, yeah. you can't tell me there were no there were no brothers that w- that wasn't shedding no tears. No, no I'm we, not saying I'm not saying you got to be all super boo hoo all the time. Nah, that's a bit bit extreme. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, it's okay to show some sort of emotion in it, in it all. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, we're going to tell you without one, because that's one I definitely want to get into a little bit deeper, because I, I have some, sure. you know how my brain works, man. I, I have some deeper uh, questions about that. But I do want to get your take on one thing before we get out of here, man. Mm-hmm. ELM. Black Lives Matter organization, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna try to keep this one <laughs> short, or maybe we have to bring you back on here in order to have that conversation deeper. Okay. But what a lot of people don't understand is that there is a movement and there's an organization. Right. Right. And 
when you look at the organization and what they stand for, what they put in their own writing and what they have said on uh, interviews multiple times, right? How do you feel about the organization? And, I, and I'll go a little bit deeper, right? Okay. So a lot, when, you, when you're looking at, and not to tear down an organization or not, I think what the organization has done is huge. I think what they do is huge, right? But just because I believe that doesn't mean I have to agree with every single thing they do to still support an organization, right? However, right. my stance is that I am for the growth and development of the black individual completely, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't break it off into any other lineage or anything else. I think us as a whole needs to move forward and we need to continue to fight for the things that we need and want and demand to have in order to live here successfully. Right. Now, it has come to light from some folks, right, that pointed out there that the BLM organization, uh, and I don't know if this is true, I couldn't find this nowhere, so I don't know. But not only do they support the movement of black people, but they also have this underlying uh, fight don't, for the LGBTQ community as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So now a lot of people are looking like, well, whoa, if you were, you know, first you were saying this, but now you're kind of throwing this in the line. So are you for this? Are you for this and that, which is a whole community of his own that is making his own movement on his own? And should you align that under the Black Lives Matter umbrella when they have their own fight? Also, they say they're what? Marxists, right? Did I say that correctly? I think I what said that. Marxists or Max Marxists, right? Basically, mm. it's like they're for... Um, What's the word that I'm looking for? See, you had me sitting here uh, drinking this water too much, and uh, <laughs> I can't think. But therefore, uh, basically, they're against capitalism, mm. right? And I will have to pull up the real definition in order to say it, so I'm not going to go that deep into it. If anyone's listening to this podcast, pull it up, find a definition, hit me up on the page, and then we'll have that conversation. But just really, because I know you do your research, and I, and I know... You know, you're like me. We don't just follow anything blindly. We definitely dive into things so that we don't look like fools later on down the Man, road. listen. So, Us. okay. All right. So, okay. Let me let me get let me gather my thoughts here real quick. Okay. So, first, with, with, with when it comes to any organization no matter what it is, it could be political, it could be social, it could be entertainment, it could be sports, whatever. Sometimes the, well, most of the time, I'll say all the time, the movement outgrows the organization. Yeah. The movement is always bigger than the organization. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you said earlier, you know, I'm a Ravens fan. You're a Steelers fan. The movement of 
the Steel Curtain and Steeler Nation or whatever it is that y'all call yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and 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 the incomparable Ravens flock on this side. <laughs> Th- those movements have 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 moved bigger than the organization. Reason being is you can see the you can see the 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 fans more than you can see the organization on a yeah. daily basis. So in a lot of these in a lot of these situations, like with the Black Lives Matter situation. It's not even the organization that's doing it. It's the movement that's pushing it. True. That's what it is. So let let's 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 unbox that part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have so you have the 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 organization that 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 was created by uh, uh, two black women and and their their whole you know their group of, of folks that's around them. You know what yep. I'm saying? They created this. You know, they came out, they had the hashtag, they got the website, so on and so forth, right? The, the, that whole thing came to be, you know, after the, the, the Michael Brown, the, the Eric Gardner, Trayvon Martin, the, the Sandra Bland, uh-huh. the, the, the Tamir Rice's, you know what I'm saying? After those situations happened, that's when the, the hashtag of Black Lives Matters really started to funnel through social media. So even if, even if you're not a part of the organization, as we've seen just recently with the whole blackout thing. Yeah. Because people would say, oh, well, put up your black square and, you know, it's blackout Tuesday, da, 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 da. But don't use the hashtag Black Lives Matter because that's going to filter out all the, all the black squares are going to filter out all of, the, uh, all of the information that we need to see for Black Lives Matter. Wait a minute. Huh? All right. Well, I, so I kind of looked at I kind of looked at it sideways. I understood the the ideology of it, but then I'm like, wait a minute. If this is if this is part of the if this is one section of the Black Lives Matter conglomerate and the movement itself, if you how do I say this? Like the whole boy LJ said, in a lot of situations, you have to put it in a into meme form with a picture and some words for people to really take the time to actually do the research. Yeah. You can't just put up a bunch of words and let people see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Like you can't do that. So by doing it, by, by, by put having up the little black square and saying, you know, blackout Tuesday, 2020, whatever, whatever the hashtag was or whatever, they didn't want you to use the black lives matter hashtag because that would filter out everything in, in the algorithm. And, yeah. it, and then the uh, the search pages, you know what I'm saying? So that by itself shows that the organization, it is what it is. Yeah. And this is no, and, and again, this is not this is no shot at at the black women that that created it. This is just this is just this is just directly directed to the organization as the title, the name of it, the Black Lives yeah. Matter, versus the movement of it. You know what I'm saying? So hey, yeah, shout, shout shout to the sisters. I don't I don't know their names, but shout to them. They they did something that that changed that changed and shifted the culture. Ha- have that. You know what I'm saying? But as far as the movement goes, the movement has the movement has outgrown. The movement has outgrown the organization. You know what I'm saying? So so you look at like you know when 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 all this stuff was going on in, in Minneapolis or whatever. You know, and I I can just talk from this side, but. Like with with um, Steve Bashotti, the the owner of the of the uh, Baltimore Ravens fan- franchise, you know, he came out, 
had his statement, da 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 da. It's very rare that you see Steve Steve Bashotti say anything. Yeah. Unless it unless it pertains to training camp, drafts, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Especially on a on a social injustice situation. The owners of the organizations don't really say they put out a statement, but it's not they face talking. You'll have you'll have the, the coach and the, the the players saying saying their piece or whatever, and the, but the owners don't say anything. When was the last time you actually seen the, the the two sisters from Black Lives Matter actually out in the open having a conversation with the people? Yeah. The movement has outweighed the organization. That's my point to it all. You know what I'm saying? And there, there's other situations w- within the, the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And, and, and I don't know for sure, you know what I'm saying? Like there, there was a thing where it was financially backed by some some white dude or something like that and whatever. Yeah. And it was it was an organization that was given to them to for them to push what I don't know. I didn't do the research on that, so I can't speak to that. Now yeah. as far as the as far as the going to the 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 alphabet group, the LGBT whatever. I can't I they change their letters so much I sometimes I forget. So yeah. excuse me for being for being ignorant to I'm sorry. But what I'm saying is, is that even when it comes to that, you know, like I looked at, and, and it's funny that you said that. It's funny that you said that. So because of all that, of, of all the stuff that with the LGBTQ, I think it's plus, I think that's another thing that's on there with yeah. there. Anyhow, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, because of all of that was going on and then it was shifting into the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And it was the, it started saying, you know, Black Trans Lives Matter. That was the that, yeah. that was the the latest hashtag, so I'm like okay. I've you know I ha- I have I I have some 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 gay and lesbian uh, uh, aunts and uncles, you know what I'm saying. So I'm like okay, so I'm I'm I've seen that I've dealt with that you know what I'm saying whatever it is what it is like it's my aunt and it's my uncle whatever it is what it is I'm not tripping. But ha- but being directly, uh, in, in 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 having an encounter with someone that was from the trans community I've never had that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've never, I've never had that that interaction at all. So I'm like, okay. There, there's a there's a documentary on, and it's rather interesting after I watched it. But there's a there's a there's a, a documentary on Netflix right now called. Um, uh, hold on, let me pull let me pull my phone up. Hold on, give me one second. But there there's a there's a documentary on on Netflix that's about uh, the transgender world. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and there there's um the 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 woman that played in the show uh, Orange is the New Black this the uh, oh yeah the, uh, uh, Laverne's Laverne, Laverne something yeah. so she so she's so she's the one that that put the uh, that put the whole Laverne Cox that's her name so she so she's the one that put together this uh, this documentary and so um, like I said it's on it's, it's on Netflix so. I'm watching it and I'm like, wow. I'm like, I didn't know all this was going on. Like the only trans person that I knew of, I mean, obviously as I got older, you know, seeing the people on TV or whatever, but yeah. coming up, the only trans person that, that I knew, and I'm sure you can attest to it, was RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. That was the only interaction that that most of us really had, you know what I'm saying, coming up. You and know I don't saying? even that know was, if RuPaul is trans. Like, I think he just dressed up as a female, but he didn't go through like no surgery, did he? I I don't know. But that, I, 
Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I know that's, he crossed. That's, that's outside of my pay grade. Yeah, he crossed yeah. dressed, but he didn't go like full trans. I don't believe, but neither had right. Him, but yeah, the uh, the uh, the documentary is called Disclosure. That's what it's called. It's called Dis Disclosure on on Netflix. And I actually watched it. I actually sat and watched it, and it it tells a story about you know all these all these different people that went through their 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 transformation, and you know they were going through um you know whether they had the surgery or they didn't have the surgery or they planned on having the surgery or whatever and i didn't i wasn't aware that there was a there, there was such a huge movement for black trans trans folks i didn't realize that yeah and it threw it, it threw me back because I, I was unaware of that partly because i because i i can say it for myself i was ignorant to the idea because I wasn't around him like that. So I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what you did, Hey, whatever. Like I it didn't shift my world one way or the other, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was what it was, but like, did like this whole, like this, the movement really was going from like the late seventies disco era, because when it came to, when it came to the, to, to the music and the disco era, that was, that was their thing when they were in the, in the studio 54s and, yeah. and all these other clubs and stuff. That that was their that was their movement, and then in like the 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 nineteen like the early ninety I want to say like ninety one ninety two, there was a huge documentary that went on about the trans the the transgender um, women in New York, and it was like it was like they were going to Paris or something like that or, or anyhow. But like I'm sitting here watching this documentary, the, the disclosure one, and I'm really just like into it. Like wait a minute, like I'm. Completely baffled by the idea because I didn't know it existed like that. I knew yeah. it was around, but I didn't know it existed to that to that to that point. But trying to blur the lines between the the the, the Black Lives Matter and the Black Trans Lives and the LGBTQ plus world, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a difficult thing because of the fact that one, if you're trans. Okay, cool. Whatever. You're also black too. Yep. So you're trying to figure out within yourself. I would assume that where where you where you place as a black person in this world, but then you're also trying to figure out where you place as a transgender person in this world. Also. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But then because you because you get shunned by the black community because of the fact that you're that way. You go over here to the LBGTQ plus side, which in all actuality, that whole organization is ran by white folks. Yeah. This is all white women that run that. You know what I'm saying? And so even, even in that same retrospect, so you you put yourself behind the lines of of this of this this acronym so that you can feel safe over here. But your voice isn't heard at all over there. The only time that 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 I've seen, and if the folks that are watching this or or listening to it, again, comment, let Peyton know to let me know that <laughs> <laughs> that being in the situation, their voices aren't heard, and the only time that they're actually put onto the the the, the pedestal or the stage is when they're over the top flamboyant with it. Yeah, when, absolutely. When, you know what I'm saying? When, when, what's the, what's what's the dude's name? Uh, I think his name is Billy Porter. I think that's his name. 
but he was a he was a guy that was on some reality show or something and he showed up to like the the oscars or some event a guy in this big ball dress gown looking thing or something with a suit top or something like that and it was oh, all yeah. it was all the rage you know what i'm saying and i'm just like wait a minute like like you guys are the 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 lbg community they're they're all behind him cheering him on and all this other stuff but prior to that where was it where was where was it all at yeah yeah and that's and that's where i sit with it because that that part of the world i don't know yeah but i don't i don't want i don't want i also don't want that to blur the lines of of what the what, what the movement of the progression of black folks is either yeah and it shouldn't right because just like you said whoever's in that alphabet if they are black they are included into the black lives matter absolutely so i think the only thing that gets a little hairy and maybe it's just because of the nature of who uh we are as black folks uh and how we still how we still feel about that community that we're like, well, we don't even want to be associated with that community under this umbrella. Mm -hmm. And right now, you know, looking at a lot of these Facebook groups that I'm in and, and reading comments, people are starting to uh, pull away from the Black Lives Matter organization. Absolutely. Because of that entity. Absolutely. And, and I think if they were, if they would have thought about it more, and I, and I know people move however they move, but they are all included. What people do and who they love has no bearing in my mind of Black Lives Matter. Their lives still matter. I don't care who you are or what you are. If your skin tone looks like mine's or a shade of mine's, then it matters. But yeah. when you put that into your, what we're fighting for, man, it's like, well, <laughs> what are you doing now? Right, absolutely. Are you, are, yeah, are you lying to me about what you're fighting? Is this your real cause or is Absolutely. this still your cause? Absolutely. Because, because we don't... Goes... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut No, you. I was going to say, because we don't see them enough to answer these questions, we're forced to now figure out our own answers, which now tear us apart in our own community. Right. But here's the thing, though, is that is that we don't always know if we're around them. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I don't and I don't want to subjugate them to, you know, to say them or whatever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't want to subjugate them to that. However, I don't want to we don't we don't always know if someone is trans or if someone is gay, if someone is lesbian or whatever. Like you have your stereotypical ideas of what that looks like, but that don't mean nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean anything. You don't know. You yeah. don't know unless, unless you're unless you're unless you know them personally, and that also goes into the situation of us as black men too, where it's like, okay, well, I see a black man over there. Okay, well, he's probably a gang member. He probably sells drugs. He's probably got three guns on him, a bulletproof vest, and a rocket launcher. Do you know yeah, what I'm I saying? Got, I, I got like four of those things, but yeah. yeah see, that's that, that's, <laughs> that, that's that army. That, that, oh, excuse <laughs> me, I, I don't mean to say army. Excuse me, air yeah. force. Excuse me. Thank excuse you. Me. What I'm, are we talking about? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, but see, that go that goes that goes back to the military thing now. But but still, the, but you know what I'm saying. But it, it's it's the it's it's the same thing. Like I said, like you don't necessarily know if 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 someone that you're around is is gay, lesbian, 
questionable, transgender, or whatever. You don't know unless yeah. you talk to them and have that conversation with them. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to the get down, if if someone that looks like me is in trouble, then that's who we push for. Yes. Period. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? And Anything that you want that you want to that you want to 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 uh, uh, align yourself with or whatever. Okay. Hey, it is what it is. We'll deal with that part when we get to it. But as of right now, you look like me, you're in distress, you need help, whatever, whatever. Okay, cool. What's going on? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because that, again, that's, that's, that's just in the same, in the same vein. And I hate that I, I keep comparing it or whatever, just trying to, trying to, uh, you know, unbox it a little further. You know what I'm saying? Is that if you see someone in a, in a, in a, uh, you know, uh, 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 a Raiders jersey, you know what I'm saying? And you got somebody that's a, that's a um, Chiefs fan that's near them, you know what I'm saying? And there, and something's going on. I highly doubt if they look like you, regardless of what they got on, yeah, you, <laughs> you're going to go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get to. You know what And I'm that saying? says more about you if you care about that. Absolutely. Than anything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. What your sexual preference is and what your sexual orientation is or whatever, that is, that's on you. It's not my cup of tea, but I'm not holding that against you or one no iota. Means. Absolutely. And that, I think that's why I'm 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 curious and I wish I could talk to one of the creators of that organization as to why did you feel the need to include that when they're already included? Right. But, 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 you, but that's the thing. They they feel that they're not. That's why. So they put so they yeah. put that up on a higher pedestal right along with it. They just, I mean, even even just to, to, to separate the two, you know what I'm saying, where it, it's the whole black lives, uh, black lives, the all lives and the blue lives mess. You know what I'm saying? We put the yeah. elevation on the black lives, not saying the rest of that doesn't matter, but we're the ones that's in distress right now. Yeah. Well, I have my you own ideas about why they're doing that, man. And, uh, you know, What's that? I, I I believe that the reason why you have all these other lives matter is the same thing they did is to water down the Black Lives Matter movement. It's the same thing they did with the hundred man march, right? The hundred yeah, black, black one hundred march, right? Absolutely. Uh, once we did that, then it was like the one hundred women march, the one hundred dog march, the one hundred cat march, the one hundred and they watered it down so much that we don't even uh appreciate or the million man march. I'm sorry that no, we don't even you. appreciate that we had a million men, black men, meet well, up. Some, but again, that violence. Goes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that, but that goes back to what I was saying before, as far as being in control of of the narrative, being in being in control of the system. You know what I'm saying? When 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 you're when you're like I think like uh, Professor Griff said, if in the in the human family. Who wants, who, who's not comfortable with being themselves? You know what I'm saying? If you're yeah. comfortable within yourself, be comfortable within yourself. You don't want to be like, you don't want to be like your mama. You don't want to be like your sister. You don't want to be like your mom, your, your dad, your uncles or whatever. You want to be you. What is it, whatever that means. You know what I'm saying? Whether, whether you, whether you become, you know, gay, lesbian, straight, whatever, whatever it is that you choose. If you want to be a, 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 a wrestler, for the WWE, if you whatever it is that you want to be, that's what you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, as as a people, we're not in the position to say, you know, you're evil, you're wicked, 
and, and take your history and, and destroy it and call it our own. Yeah. We're not in that position to do that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they can say, you know, bar lives matter or haircuts matter or whatever it is that they're, that they're <laughs> sh shouting these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The reason why is it goes back to what you said. It's the movement. It's not the organization. The organization doesn't matter anymore. They've already planted the seed and the seed's already grown. It's outgrown everything. Yeah. You have to do more than just, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you guys do behind the scenes. I don't know. I don't, I don't follow them like that. You know what I'm saying? But the move, the seed that y'all planted in the soil and made this movement, that's what's carrying, carrying that name along. And that's why they can go ahead and take, take different, you know, adaptations of, of, of that name. All lives matter. Blue lives matter dog lives matter whatever it is you know what i'm saying they can do that because of the fact it's a movement it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter at all man you know what brother I'm man brother man real quick let me tell real, you. real quick i'll go ahead. real quick go ahead. real quick before we, before we get off there, there was something else because we uh we kind of we kind of breezed by it real quick um it, it goes back to our uh conversation on uh on um uh um juneteenth and, and black history month yeah so real, real quick, and it's something that I that I had um, that I had looked up prior to, like I said, I had had my notes and things together. So it's See, this is why I, I couldn't leave your this is why I couldn't leave your house that day. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. It's that Minnesota goodbye, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But real now, quick, ahead, so 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 you you had said something um, a little bit ago, and you were talking about you know coming out of uh, of civil rights and and uh, things of that nature, right? Yeah. So. <clears throat> um, so like if you really think about it like going out of coming out of civil rights and, and coming out of of um you know with, with last year being 1919 is 2020 this year it's been 401 years since since the first since the first slave ships got to to uh uh to america to, to uh south carolina virginia area right so i was doing a little research or whatever you know trying to put some things together for uh for the for the podcast here and so I was looking deeper into, um, you know, Black History Month and and to um, uh, uh, um, Juneteenth and stuff. So I came across. So I I had already knew that Carter G. Wilson Woodson was the one that created what was originally uh, Black History Week. I already I already knew that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, going deeper into that, so that whole that whole that whole thing was it was designed and it was designated to be around the time of Abraham Lincoln's birthday and Frederick Douglass's birthday. Yep. So that that part I did I, that part I didn't I, I didn't catch what you know what I'm saying it long ago when I when I first uh, was was learning about it, right? Yep. So did did you know that that when it came to the the first full Black History Month, first full Black History Month, mind you, Black History Week started in February of, of 1926. Yeah. So it's almost it was 94 years old right now, overall. But the first Black History Month didn't start until 1970. Yeah, I, I think I knew so. I was familiar with that, but not overly conscious, right? Yeah, I've read that somewhere. So I knew, so I knew that it, I knew that it kicked off at, at Kent State, right? So I knew I knew that's that's where that's where it kicked off at. But I wasn't I didn't I wasn't aware of what year that was. Cause I, yeah. I didn't look that deep into it. You know what I'm saying? That was my own situation, but it was, it was originally supposed to have been 
from January 2nd, 1970 to February 28th, 1970. Right? Yeah. But then, but then, so here, so here's here's the here's the crazy part about it. It didn't become it didn't actually become recognized nationally until 1976 when Gerald Ford actually pushed pushed the needle on it. Right? Yeah. So then digging a little deeper, going down the rabbit hole, as, as I like as I like to say, yeah. is that the UK didn't first recognize it until October of 87. Right? Yeah. Canada first recognized it in 1995, but then not until 2008 did the Senate actually pass it to go through and actually be an actual recognized thing. Hmm. Right. And yeah. then the Republic of, of Ireland, they didn't initiate it until 2010. So that so that little that little bit of history, and I got and I got all of that from um from the uh, the uh, library was it library.kent.edu and also the uh, citizenship of immigration of Canada. So that's where I got a lot of that information yeah. from. But that but that but that by itself shows you that shows you how much racism and and racism, systemic racism, oppression, bigotry, how rampant that is around the world when it comes to us. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, that that's the that's the biggest part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like I said, like it's teaching teaching the black history and teaching African history, whichever way you want to put it, it's it's all in one in, in, in one basket, to me at least. You know what I'm saying? But learning that type of information and seeing how how far away, or not even how far away, but how not too long ago that we just came out of a lot of of segregation and and all and and civil rights movement and all that other stuff. That was just '67. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. My mom was born in '67. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You you know one of the things that I always say, man, and uh, uh, and I, and I think a lot of people might listen hear what I say, but I don't know if they grasp it for what I mean by it, is that you know the Jim Crow era ended in 1965. Right. So we are one, two, three, maybe, maybe four generations away. I was born in 75, bro. Right. Right. So I am definitely, so my parents grew up during the Jim Crow era towards the mm -hmm. end of it. Right. Then then I popped out. My sister was born in 71. So mm -hmm. uh, we are definitely a little bit behind the curve because the race didn't start evenly. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, but I do believe that uh, one of my core beliefs is that we are the generation now to to put those bricks down for our younger generations to start moving forward to get the things that we are asking for. Absolutely. The equality, all of that, the jobs, all of that. So that falls in line to what you're saying. Like, I understand how uh, systemic people are or the racism is against us all over the place. Uh, yeah. And you're right. The years, like I was reading something, man. It was like, uh, <laughs> oh man. And we were, and I was looking at slavery, right? Mm. Because they say, hey, because someone in my group, and, and I don't know if you saw, it, but they were like, hey, why are y'all so geeked up off of uh, Juneteenth, where Kentucky and Delaware still had slaves up until the 1900s? 
right? Absolutely. And it was like, and then after I explained that element to him, but it was still like, man. And then one of them didn't even ratify ratify slavery until recently. Deep, yeah, like recently. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like a couple years ago. Yeah, and it's still on the books for if you're a prisoner that slavery is still an option. So there's yeah. a lot that we that's definitely... the thirteenth amendment thing. That's what that is. Yeah. So there's so mm-hmm. much that is still so new. Absolutely. Uh, that, that I think sometimes uh to be real, we're asking for such a big change at a, a time. time. Yeah. Right. So I think the change will come. I think if we keep pushing and, and, and keep fighting, it will happen. But man, we're asking. So if my parents, my dad is 60, he's about to turn 69. Mm. Right. Uh, so imagine on the flip side of that coin, there's a racist who's about to turn 69. Who also have children. Absolutely. Who's also the first generation, right? Who's not the first generation, but they a long line of generations of mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. So it so we're fighting a battle that I think in time will uh go away as long as we do our part and educate our kids, get them educated, have them understand it, don't let it stop them keep moving forward and then we have to control our own communities like i asked the question about how come our black communities or our hoods or ghettos whatever they want to call them why can't they be like chinatowns and little italy's and and things like that why can't we go back into our neighborhoods buy our blocks uh put our own owners in them mm-hmm. and then you when you come into that community it should be like I don't know, you get Chinatown, maybe Blacktown or African American. Is that what 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 that is though is that we again we we don't have anything to stand on to say this is what we this is what we demand. Yeah. What they do, what they do is they give us Martin Luther King Boulevard and that's it. Because you can go yeah. to any you can go to any major city across the country. You don't even have to ask them where the hood is. Where's Martin Luther King Boulevard? Yep. And you will find everything that you're looking for. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, you know, Chinatown, Koreatown, Little Italy, uh, 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 Irish, uh, the Irish what little. It, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? All of that, all of that stuff, they have, they have a soapbox to stand on. They all do. And part of that is that they within themselves, especially in the Asian community and, and the Hispanic community, they uplift each other. They stick together. They spend their money within each other. We don't. And that and that's where it has to start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, ha- we have to spend money within each, with, and, and with each other. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's and that's the biggest part of it. And that's why at this point in 2020, why we have not had a little Africa or Africa City or whatever it is in any major city. Because they'll they'll drop that Martin Luther King Boulevard and say, here you go, pat you on the butt and lift and let you go on. Yeah. I mean, hey, Moulin Rouge was was built in 1955. That that was open for 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 six months and it shut down. Yeah. <laughs> And look and yeah. look at it now. What's over there? Nothing but the awning that had it had its name on it, and that's it. They didn't they didn't destroy the entire building over there. 
and all they, all they got is like a little historical placard there, and that's it. Why is that? That's the question. Hey, look, we gonna have to end this, <laughs> man. Cause, uh, no, I'm uh, with uh, you. I'm with you. I got you. I got you. We're definitely going. Hey, you know we could talk for hours, man, and and that's why I love absolutely talking to you, man. Uh, you definitely a wealth of knowledge. Uh, definitely can sit back, and you're easy to talk to, which is great. Right, you don't get into your feelings about certain things that no. you know. Those conversations are always terrible. Uh, but I'm gonna get you back on it because we're gonna continue this, bro. Like this is definitely sure. a conversation because there's still more topics I want to hit on, and uh, and I might bring other people in just to get different points of views. Uh, because some, yeah, don't yeah. I got, I'm gonna keep no, those man. as a surprise because I don't want you to go get your notes like you did for me this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, yeah. man. I got. That's the thing, man. You can't. You you have to compare yourself, man. You you can't. You if when you when you, I mean, granted, yes, you can go off the cuff and and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But also, you have to do your research. That's the yeah. bottom line. You know what I'm saying? You have. No matter what it is that you're doing, you have to do your research. That's the only reason why. That's the only way that you're gonna know. And facts, facts are definitely always worth having more than emotional outbursts and responses. So absolutely, and that's uh, why I speak in facts. I don't speak in emotion. That's one thing that that yep. I learned a long time ago. Don't speak in emotion. Speak in facts. And that's and I do the same. And I think that's why we get along. And if we don't know, absolutely. we don't know, right? We'll go do the research <laughs> and we'll find out, and then we'll come back and For continue sure. and the conversation. And there's nothing wrong with not knowing because if you don't know, that's just something that you didn't take the time to study or whatever. Learn it. Come back and have the conversation again. Yeah. That's it. Well, Corey, man, thank you for being on this. I'm going to get you back on here real soon. For sure, though. Uh, and, man, we're going to go ahead and do what we do. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. Thank y'all for watching. And, uh, as always, turn them loose. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any questions or concerns or would like to be a guest on the podcast, please email me at turnemloose75 at gmail.com or send me a message at turnemloose Entertainment on Facebook. Take care of yourself. Turn them loose.